0: It's the Prentice-Alsup Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Jennings and Airs Funeral Home and Cremation Services, Donut Country, fans heating and air, along with Balfour, Josh Houston and Associates. All right, and welcome back to the Prentice Awesome Heating and Coach's Corner. We are now joined by Rockville Rocket Head Baseball Coach, Coach Shay Deal. Coach, how are you doing this morning? Doing well. Thank you for having me. Looks like you got your work clothes on. What y'all doing this morning out at the yes, sir. at Rockville. Yes,
1: sir. We got a lot of moving parts here. Um we're go we got a work day going on, on the field right now with the parents who are here to help us. And then we're actually gonna do a little inter squad this afternoon. So it's we're up and at them early and ready to go this morning.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. I heard about your work day now that you said that. Uh, yes, sir. One of my parents is one of my – your parents is one of my teachers. Her okay. son pitches for you. Yes, and sir. And she was like, oh, man, we're in trouble because my husband's out of town. He can't get to the work day. He's He's not letting the boys come. He's making the parents work.
1: Oh, no, it's, it, I can't speak highly enough of my parents regardless. They've done everything that I've asked them to do, and I'm very proud to have them, and they're just doing a great job.
0: Well, if you have any problem out of that Gillespie lady in the stands, Coach, just give me a call. I'll do what I can do to help you out. Yes, sir. All right, so getting the field ready to roll. I know last year at this time you were getting the field ready to roll and everything came to a broad halt.
1: Yes, sir, it sure did. It came quick. It was – it was one of those things where the season got started and we were we were right there, as I like to say, we were right there at the fun, fun part, and then it all just kind of it all just kind of stopped. We were actually on our way to Nolensville to play in the Grand Slam. We were headed out there when the call came that we had to cancel for the evening. So we turned around and, and then it was over. So it was it was kind of a weird time. I know it was for everybody, but it was just one of those things that we couldn't control. And
0: how many games did y'all even get under your belt?
1: We actually got four in. We played the uh, we played the first three nights against Smyrna. We took two th- two of three from them. Had a well fought series. Had a chance to win all three games. Ball just didn't bounce right the first night, and then we went to Tullahoma that third that fourth night in a row. And you could tell that the boys were they were tired. That first week such a grind that it's it's one of those things where. It's getting your body back in shape. And we went down there and we played well, but we didn't play well enough to win that night. And then, like I said, we were headed to Nolensville the next night and and we got the call and,
0: and that's all she wrote. And as a still a, what we consider a new school, how many, did you have any seniors last year on the squad? I didn't. I, I was fortunate enough that I didn't. I, um,
1: I carried over four juniors this year. I have four seniors this year. So um, I'm still a relatively young team, but I, I've got, a good group of juniors, and then a really, really good group of sophomores. So I, I, things are very bright here at Rockville with the baseball team.
0: All right. So you talked about the grind. When does y'all's grind start?
1: Uh, we started. Well, we couldn't start practice officially till February fifteenth, which the snow came in there. So it was. It was one of those things where everybody's kind of behind the eight ball right now. I was talking last night with somebody, just with the pitching, and 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 our pitch counts aren't up where they where they typically are. But we started February fifteenth. Of course, we go, all, we throw all year. Uh, we take some time off during Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then we start our bullpens around November, and we do those in the morning because we're we're new school. We don't have all the the facilities quite yet. We're making our way there, but so we throw in the mornings in the gym. But I think it gives the boys a a good ideal work ethic. It makes it makes you see who wants to show up and who's ready to go to work. So. So we start in November throwing bullpens, and we condition every day after school if possible, and then the grind really starts in February.
0: And then season kicks off for you guys when?
1: March 15th. We got Stewart's Creek on the road.
0: Stewart's Creek. So you're jumping right into?
1: Yes, sir. Seven AAA baseball. We jump right into it.
0: Seven AAA baseball. All right, so you're going to jump in. Let's let's jump in with pitchers first then. So let's let's look at what you're throwing out there that first week.
1: Okay. Um, actually, I have a MTSU commit, actually signee now, Daniel Dewey. He'll be our number one. He'll be our game one go-to guy. Um, and then behind him, like I said, with the pitch counts being where they are, we're, we're, kinda, we're having to shuffle, and we don't want to run those guys out there too long right out of the gate. So I'm lucky enough to have a, a good slew of re- relievers, which I'll get into. But then the next starter behind him will probably be Merrick Carter. Merrick's a junior, does a great job on the mound, right-hander. Throws all three for strikes and does a great job. And behind him, we have Braylon Green, who's a sophomore. He's a good lefty, so he's – I don't want to say soft-throwing lefty, but he's a lefty. He hits his spots and, and, and competes on the mound. As a sophomore, that's very, very admirable. And then um, Austin Stewart, who's a sophomore as well, um, Caden Trigg, Holt Gillespie, Bryce Floyd, Zane Curry, and Nathan Aguilar are kind of guys that I can see getting out there and having some time on the mound and, and competing – like I said, we've been throwing bullpens since November, off and on, with not too many pitches, not trying to stress any arms. But it's good to see those guys grow to grow, and, it, and it's really encouraging to see the way they have grown.
0: Well, we've talked earlier on the show this morning to some uh, softball coaches. Now, they have a whole different mindset as far as how to use their pitchers, and you don't have that luxury. Yes, sir.
1: No, we don't have that luxury. We it, it's a little bit more straining on the arm. It, hey, I tell you what though, those those softball girls when they throw that ball, it's quite intimidating. So I don't want to take anything away from them. But with the arm action and and the way that we pitch, it's a, it's a little bit different and a little more strain on the arm. So it, it's one of those things where I'm lucky enough to have depth, and it, it, it's it's really encouraging walking into the year knowing that I'm not having to to necessarily pick and choose where I'm going because I, I always do, as I say, have somebody in the cupboard that I can go get if needed.
0: So how do you – you know, every coach is different. So how do you try to manage those pitchers and what do you use for a pitch count?
1: Um, right now we're up to about 50, 55 pitches. Like in the inner squads today we'll throw 50 pitches. We don't necessarily do it by inning since we're not necessarily allowed to scrimmage. So what we're doing is as right now we're going 50 pitches at a time. Um, So we've thrown, we've, we've actually been lucky enough, fortunate enough to get out on the field the past two days. Well, we've been on the field all week pretty much, but the past two days we've been fortunate enough to get out and be able to intersquad a little bit. So we're up to 50 pitches. Whereas by next week when we throw, hopefully we'll be up by 60, 65. And then when we roll into the season itself and we get going game one, those guys can be, I can feel comfortable running them out there at 65, 70 pitches and, and, and get a good outing out of them and, then be able to bring those relievers in, as I'm saying, and just try not to put too much stress on their arms. Cause I'm, I'm a firm believer in, in doing what's right with arms. I try not to stress them. I'm not going to run a guy out there, especially if he's laboring. If we got any soreness, we, we, we shut it down. So I, I, like I said, I'm fortunate enough to have as many arms as I do and have as many arms that I feel comfortable on the mound at any time.
0: Well, and that's, that's a great option to have. And like you said, you don't want to get anybody hurt. No one ever does, but, uh, you know, sometimes pitch count or not, it's just pitch to pitch. Like you said, how these kids, these boys throw the ball these days.
1: Absolutely, and and I, and I stress that as well with my guys. Like I said, I'm so for, I'm fortunate enough to have have multiple guys that I have confidence in. So it's one of those things that I preach every day with the pitchers. Is if you're not throwing strikes, I'm going to see who's next. I've always <laughs> got somebody there, and you know, and that's that's kind of the mentality that I want when they go out there. I want them to know that. If it's not – I, I want it to be a comfort thing as well as a competitive thing, whereas if they know they're, they're not throwing strikes, then, I, then I'm probably coming to get them and, and the night's over. But I don't want them – I want them to feel comfortable enough that it's not all riding on their shoulders, but I want them to be competitive enough that they want the baseball when they've got it.
0: Well, I, I saw a funny fact you said about throwing strikes. I saw where Greg Maddox had like, let's say, 1,500 3 counts in his career – and only walked about a hundred of those people. I mean, he yes. threw strikes. So yes. that's the name of the game, isn't it, Coach? You got to throw strikes. Yeah. You got You got to get kids out. Don't get them on. Don't give them freebies.
1: Absolutely. I I, I learned that at, a, at an early age. I was fortunate enough to play with a guy named Matt Scott who pitched at Laverne with us, and and he threw strikes. And he went out there every day and competed and. And it was almost like playing behind a Cadillac because you know he was going to be around the plate, and it was a quick, fun game, and you you didn't lose focus, you weren't distracted by things in the stands because you knew that anytime
0: the ball was coming to you, because Matt was going to throw strikes. He was going to throw strikes. I remember Matt's got him too. Yes, yeah, sir. he was he, he was quite intimidating on the mound. That's he for sure. He was good. He was a very good arm for us. All right. So all right. So we got guys on the mound. Who's going to catch them? Keeping them in front of them.
1: Well, I've got a senior named Mason Issue, who's a Jackson State Jackson State community college signee. He's a senior. He's a very solid kid at the plate. Not only at the plate, but he's very solid behind the plate. Um, behind him, I have two sophomores, Parker Matroni, who actually has a muscle strain right now, and we're, we're trying to get him healthy. But when he gets healthy, he'll be in the mix to help us catch. And then another sophomore named Austin Stewart, who is a big, strong kid, can play multiple positions. And I, I just can't speak highly enough of him but those are the three guys that are going to kind of anchor down behind the plate and be that backside of that
0: battery. Well, and you, I, I talked to coaches before, you know, you can have the best pitcher in the world, but if you ain't got a catcher, it doesn't do a whole lot.
1: Yes, sir. Catching's overrated. I mean, it's underrated. It's one of those things that I've always heard since I was a kid, catching's the quickest way of the big leagues because you got to have them and you got to have a solid one. So I'm very proud of the three guys that I have back there. And I think they're going to be able to do us a good job.
0: You know, what little of high school baseball uh, that, I, that I get a chance to watch. Um, do you guys, you know, do you see a people that run the base pass a lot in your games?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Running probably uh, – as I've progressed as a coach, I, I've I've become to realize how much the, the running game affects the game. I mean, that's something that, that if you can – my my motto is, as you try to defensively, as you try to keep the double play in order. So – offensively, I'm trying to get that double play out of order. So if there's any time we can put somebody in motion or get them moving, it, it's going to create excitement. Not only that, it's going to create the terms I kind of like, create chaos. I call it creating chaos. So it's a part of the game that, that's really kind of underrated, like I said, but,
0: but it's something that's, that's kind of evolved over the years. Well, you know, you're right. You can create chaos, but you can also take yourself right out of an inning if you're not running right. That's true. That's very true. But I, I try to put that in the kid. I try to install that in the kids.
1: I don't want them to get caught up in the situation where they're they're scared to steal or scared to put their self in motion. So I try to tell them that I'm the one making that call 90% of the time. So if it happens that if they don't get, if they do get thrown out, it's basically on me because I'm, as a coach, I'm trying to pick a count where I know the guy's going to throw, try to throw an off-speed pitch or in account in a situation where off-speed pitch is coming. So I try to tell them that, if it's a breaking ball, you should be able to get a good enough jump to take it. And if you do get thrown out, it's on me because
0: I put you in the position that you were in. Well, Coach, you know, we've we've got pitching, we got catching. Of course, now, if we can – not people allow them to score, we're in good shape. But, you know, runs are going to happen. So, let's get to hitting. How are we hitting? We're
1: swinging it okay. Like I said, we were able to get out the past two or three days in and, and inter-squad, so – I've been – the first day was kind of rough, which is expected. Anytime you jump back in the box for the first time after a long period off. But over the past two days, three days, we've made, we've made the types of adjustments that I would like to see. We're, we're staying on the ball and trying to hit it. Hit it hard. That's kind of my motto is let it get to you and hit it as hard as you can. So we're, we're working on that. We just got to get the ball out of the air a little bit. I think once we start straightening it out, we're, we're going to put ourselves into position to score some runs.
0: Well, and I know, of course, you're talking about inner squad today, so you're gonna to get to see live pitching. You know, yes, live so. pitching is a big difference from hitting off a machine or off a tee.
1: Absolutely, there's the, it's it. There's no way to to simulate a guy standing 60 foot six inches from you and trying to throw it by you, other than doing it. And that's that's kind of where that's kind of where the scrimmage taking the scrimmage away from us is is is. is is kind of made coaches probably have to readjust. I know it's made me have to readjust and find a way. Excuse me, not to have all your guys at one time, but and and just to get out there and, and see that live pitching and try to do it on a daily basis. And then not only that is, you got to find a way to 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 get the to get the pitches in and get the live pitching and the bats you need. But you also got to find a way because you know you're going to have sore arms to come back the next day and be able to practice.
0: That's right. But you also go. As a hitter, you got to see a pitch come in a little high and tight every now and then, and be yeah, ready for that.
1: <laughs> absolutely, it's it's easy to. And I tell the kids, I tell the boys this all the time. It's easy to hit in the cage. It's easy to hit. It's easy to hit on the field. But if you don't have an approach when you step in the box and have an idea, it's a little bit different when the guy can turn the ball over or the guy can just flat out run it by you. So it's one of those things where. You you've got to like you're saying you've got to be able to be able to dig in and be ready to hit when it's time to go.
0: So when you talk about approach, um, would you say you more of a aggressive coach hitting or you want to sit back and look at a couple?
1: I want to hit fastballs. I want to put us in the best position to to get the fastball and know when the fastball's coming and and, and play the odds and and be aggressive when when you're in fastball counts. I, that's what, what I preach. You're you're going to get pitches to hit every at bat and you just. The knowledge of the game plays into that. There, there's no denying that unless you've got a really good pitcher up there that can command all three, that there's going to be certain times that he's going to throw fastballs and he's going to put you in a position to where you're in the advantage if he's got to throw a strike.
0: Absolutely. But how do you how do you coach that? How do you how do you coach a kid to know? I know y'all probably do some scouting reports. You talk about the type of pitcher that's coming in. But how do you teach a kid once he steps inside that box? to have the discipline to know the count and the situation.
1: It's, it's just teaching the game. Like I think sometimes people get away from, from teaching the game and, and, and learning, learning situations. I mean, like, like I was saying, there's, there's certain times, there's certain, there's certain counts. I like to use the fastball or the the ball straight ratio more times than not. If you got more balls than you do strikes, you're, you're, you're going to get a, whether it's a fastball or not, you're, you're going to get that pitcher's best strike pitcher that day because he's behind in the count, and now he's got to throw a strike. Otherwise, you're putting yourself in a really good position to hit or get on base.
0: All right. We've been talking this morning with Coach Deal out at Rockville. He's got some uh, either dirt to scratch or some parents to get scratching. So, Coach, yes, best of luck coming up soon, and hopefully we're talking again in a couple weeks about all the good stuff going on at Rockville.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you for having me.
0: All right. Have a great Saturday. Coming up next, we're going to be talking a little seagull softball.